Yeah, it started. All right, guys. Assalamu alaikum. Um, stay principled podcast episode four, maybe five, depending on what I do. No, because we recorded one before, innit? And we did, we decided not to put on. This will be three, maybe four, depending on what you do, not five. No, no, we, I've got three already. You could three. potentially stretch it out to ten. It's about how you guys oh, yeah, stick it together, right, isn't it? No, there's already three uploaded. Yeah, I think you're right, four or five. Yeah, you was right with you. Come on, man. So now, do I have to redo that intro? Nah, man. It's not that true. Right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> so, um, you guys know we've been away for a while. Um, as, I, as I like to say, building my uh, my rural life, my offline life, um, and that's what the other brothers has been doing as well. So, it's, it's not like this is the priority, like, to... But, we're back anyways, um, and uh, I'm here with Mr. Regiment again. Hello. Is that it, bro? Like, good. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and um, we've got another brother with us today. Uh, we're going to refer to him as Saeed. Yeah? Asalaamu Alaikum Warahmatullah, guys. And uh, this is a brother I've known for quite a few years. Um, very good brother. So we are going to we're going to talk about some topics. And he's going to tell us about... He's going to give us a lowdown about um, some of the politics around the world. Because uh, everyone likes talking about politics. Politics is popping these days. Everyone loves talking about politics. The world's but the thing crazy. is, it actually makes no difference to you whatsoever. In reality, most of the time. Uh-huh. Do you agree with that? I think politics is like football. It is like football. It's like it's like it's the like, masses, but it doesn't do anything. Yes. Yeah, and you're, fan, you're being a fan of a team or like a group or something. But at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, and you when you lie down in your bed, your life's still the same. <laughs> like... You know, like, like you spent the last eleven hours complaining about Brexit. Yeah, yeah. And it's made no difference to you, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it makes no difference. To and you might want to be passionate about. It. You might be like, if it wasn't for these immigrants, I would have been a doctor, mate. But you still didn't get a GCSE, did you, mate? So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, how about you go back and do your GCSEs? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's certain people who do say, say stuff like that. No, of course. Have you seen course. that? Have you seen that video with it? You know, that I think it's um. I don't know what they're called, bro. English Defence League or EDL or yeah, that guy. Tommy Robinson and all that. Yeah, yeah. But there's this one guy, this distinct, distinct character who he was actually a stereotype for these men. And he said he was there, like he was saying these big phrases. I can't remember. He said something like, I think what he just said in Muslim Grey Guns. Yeah, Muslim Grey Guns. So this guy was at a protest. They went in. This guy was off his face on some some sort of substance. Yeah, yeah. They tried RTV. Tried no, the Iranian press TV. I think it was. They tried interviewing him. Yeah. And he's like these these uh, these uh, Muslimic uh, uh, these Mo- these Muslims are coming back with their Sharia Sharon law, um, <laughs> and you know they've got their their Muslimic Reagans. But you know you do you, you know before you became Muslim, like, do you actually come across people like this? No, you didn't come across like. No. Do you know people who actually think like that? No, I don't, not personally, no. Because like us because we've been exposed, we're mostly in like you're kind of in Muslim communities your whole life, like in your social friends, your social circles, and your friends and stuff. So was I though, like, in it? Because this is where I live. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. But I'm saying like because of the fact that obviously your family's not Muslim, you're gonna have more like <coughs> non-Muslims in your life than kind of us might yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <coughs> I don't know, man. I feel like no, I, I never really had. Like, I haven't had no personal. It's, it's a like. media, isn't it? It's a media thing where they just gas up certain like components. Of no, no, I don't. think it's a very... No, obviously, there is people thing. out there, I but think it's, I, just, it's, I haven't personally experienced it. In, right. the, in the part of London we're from, yeah, yeah. and in the families that we have, and in the circles, social circles we have, we probably wouldn't come across them much. Yeah. But they definitely do exist. They're mostly... You know what they country, exist, man? Country yeah, you're right. I was about to say that. They exist mostly outside yeah. the cities, because Muslims yeah. set, settle mostly yeah, in yeah. cities. It's like powering numbers, isn't it? That's what, we, that's what we're trying to go for. And then... Well, not even that. They just... They, they, no, the thing is, no, don't get twisted. 
they are in the cities, yeah, undercover. They just don't. They won't say nothing in the in the public, in the open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They and just keep then, under their breath. Innit? Yeah, yeah. It's like racist, isn't it? It's like racist. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly, exactly. And you'll see them on Twitter, like commenting on every post, like. Yeah. Bro, you know that's the thing. That's where they are. They're online, yeah, bro. Online, behind, yeah, the, yeah. behind the keyboards. Do you know? Do you know what? Like a few years ago, I think maybe five years ago, maybe ten years ago, we went to we went to the beach. Right, someone in our family had the idea we should go to, to the seaside or something, and it was like a forty-minute drive or half an hour from from where we went. Yeah, yeah. We lived, and when we got out of the car. I couldn't stop circling my family. I didn't feel safe. Yeah. It felt like we were in a different country. The people were completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Like they were all edgy. They were all looking at you like, you know, they're edgy. And they're giving you certain looks and stuff. Um what, so they definitely uh, were they mostly like not what beach was it though? Like typical, typical EDL. What beach though? Where was that? Kind of British ga- gammon looking. This was um it was towards Essex, I think. Oh, okay. South End or something. South End? Yeah, something like that. South yeah, I've been there as well. It's, it's mad white people, isn't it? And they look at you like... But it's a bit like globalised and stuff, isn't it? There's a lot of people, because people, people go there all the time for... Um, go to the beach and... Yeah, 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 but yeah. They, they've got a little like... theme park of their own there. Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it, you know? No. They've they got they proper, do, yeah, they like, got arcade there as well. Yeah. South End is quite developed compared to like some of these other places. Yeah, yeah, But it's still for white people, though. Yeah, yeah, it's still, yeah. Or maybe it was Colchester. You know when you realise, you know when you go to these kind of places, you realise that because when we're in our communities and stuff, like especially places like London and stuff, like whether you're basically if you're anything other than white, you you don't realize how many how many white people there are actually in the UK. Yeah, no, but that's a thing. And when you're in these cities, because it's concentrated, like it's so mixed up. But when yeah. you go outside, yeah, you realize that wait, the majority of this country is still white. Yeah, it's still oh, white. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, though. Bro, people where do you like, think the Brexit votes came that's from? That's the thing. People complain <laughs> like, but if you the people that moan like about our immigrants and our like you know Asian people, black people, whatever. Like the thing is. It's only because you're in, like, example, like London, very multicultural. But as I said, once you go out of London and that, yeah. the majority the funny, of the UK you know, is still most, like the white. The funniest thing white. is seeing an Asian they see complaining about immigration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when the Brexit stuff was happening, I remember going to my family and my uncles was like, you know, we had to get them out of here. Uh, who's them? Yeah, these Romanians. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you're Romanian, bruv. Yeah. I was like, you are a Romanian. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. It would, like, with disgust in his face, he's yeah. like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I was like, bro, I was like, one generation ago, have you forgotten already? Yeah. Right? When you came here, you were a Romanian. You were literally getting pulled cool packy on the streets. Were, people and got packy bashing. <laughs> Did you get beaten so badly that you forgot <laughs> what happened to you, what, 16 years ago? 20 years ago? Well, apparently years, some peak stuff ago. used to happen, man. Like, apparently it was poor peak. I think we're going back to those times again. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it's called populism. And populism <clears> is when you blame extremely complicated <clears> stuff that's, that's happening in your political landscape. Like, for example, capitalism here is driving a wedge between the richest and the poorest, right? Yeah. Most of the people, obviously not in the top 5%, they're the normal working, yeah, working yeah, class yeah. people or whatever else. Yeah. And they're going to see, they're going to say, they, they want to sort of blame these problems on something. And then you've got someone like Nigel Farage saying it's every brown person. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Back in my days, yeah. right? I'll, I'll everything was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, um, I was well on my way, mate, to become a doctor <laughs> until these people came and stole my jobs, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I've seen interviews with people like, you know, they're taking our jobs and like, well, what job would you have done? And he's like, uh, have so you seen this? There's one EDL you? guy who walks Go around on. and they're speaking to him and he's like, they're like, yeah, yeah, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, he's, he's an EDL activist and this guy's following him around and then they go to him, um, oh, so what is it that you do? And he's like, oh, yeah. And they're like, what? What did you say? He's like, oh, no, I don't have a job. I've, I've spent all my, I, I spent all my benefits money on this. I campaigned for the EDL. Oh, well. Because um, once, once, once all the uh, the Romanians the, and, the, and the black people and the Asians, when, once they all leave, 
then he'll have a job, right? But the thing is, I don't think he, I don't think he has a job he, then either, because the jobs that that Asian people typically occupy are ones that they don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So like with the Eastern Europeans and all that, like most of the jobs they do is the ones you don't want to do. Or they do them from way below minimum wage as well. Yeah. But they send their money back home and it's like the the conversion rate is way higher. No, but fair enough, man. Like you're not gonna come to a different country and your people in in your country are in some peak living conditions and you're going to be like alright listen you man I made it bun you man yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to give some money back to these yeah. people isn't it I'm saying that's family. why they don't care how much they earn here like they'll take any job like they'll yeah. take whatever most of the jobs they can yeah. but most people like, that it's so are much born more, here yeah. like, but you see that like, the proper like English people that are born here they're like too they feel like they're too privileged yeah. for them kind of jobs but then they're, they're not going to no waitress jobs, and clean and do the bin man yeah, jobs yeah, and yeah, those yeah. kind of things isn't it so, whatever it is but listen I was going to say have you seen this video yet there's this guy I think he said, I think he's Ghanaian. In the video, I think he says Ghanaian. And he basically goes around and he goes to one of the, I think the most rich area in London. And he got, starts knocking on different people's doors. So this guy's like, he's like, he's like some 17 year old kid in like six one black kid, yeah? Yeah. And he starts knocking <coughs> on the doors and saying, um, <coughs> he starts saying, um, like, I basically want to speak to you people and ask you what made you literally some of the richest people in, in the UK and you were like how you because you, they live in the richest most expensive area I think that's yeah, the differentiating yeah. factor and then he asked and some, some guy kind of takes him in like there's some guy he's um, some old like maybe middle aged kind of kind of white guy uh, white British guy and I think he's like um, uh, he's in an investment bank or something like he's, a, he's in a high end job and he basically brings this guy and he starts telling him, like teaching him and helping him out. And he says, uh, and then he basically helps him get like an internship with the company that he's working for. Wow. Yep. So it's kind of like, he, basically he was like, look, we know it exists. We can't really do anything about it. Like the, the fact that basically it's difficult for these people from certain backgrounds to get into these high level jobs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So he kind of helps him out and he goes, um, like, I'll do my part because we know the problems exist. Um, and then obviously he's down to them whatever they do. Do you know why he probably offered him an internship or whatever else it was? Why? Because he saw someone who was genuinely curious. Yeah, yeah. If he saw someone who was out there just complaining and just saying, "Oh man, look, you live there and I live here, and this yeah. is your fault." Yeah. Right. No, I rate what he did because so he's, he's he's doing something like he's he's having. Um, he probably saw a curious, active yeah, mind, and so active, you know what? Yeah. This this kid takes guts to come knock on people's doors yeah. and ask them. What, I mean, and he got proper on level with them. Like they were bringing him in, like offering him tea, giving him hugs and stuff. Like it was. It, like it was, it was, <laughs> it was something you wouldn't think you'd see in it. Basically, you wouldn't, you wouldn't look at it and think that you wouldn't expect that this guy's walking down the road and he's gonna go into the yard, give him a hug, and he's gonna sit down and have tea with them. And no, like, no, honestly, you know. And he, then the, so he gets an internship. I think he even got a job with them and stuff like afters. But it was like, okay, fair enough. Like I, I respect that you are like the person was trying to genuinely help him. He was like, okay, fair enough. I think, I think to a certain extent, the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. Yeah, exactly. And he was putting out this, yeah, yeah. this good, positive curious, energy, yeah, positive yeah. energy yeah. and they probably saw this young kid who wanted to understand how the world worked. Yeah. And, and I, I think, to be fair, my, my experience, uh, that is generally speaking how people are. Like, people yeah. are own, people are going to be as nice as yeah. you treat them. Yeah. That's why, like, even obviously we're making that joke yeah, just now, like, let's just go and basically we eat, guys, to speakers listening, we just, <laughs> we just ate somewhere and they didn't take uh, cash. I wonder why. Oh, they uh, take card. They didn't take card. Oh, sorry, they didn't take card. Yeah. And uh, so we went to go cash point to get... Um, to get some money to pay them but these men were making a joke like shall we just run and obviously we weren't going to do that <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously like he was like basically we'll just come pay pay them tomorrow and get them a bit scared for tonight <laughs> so I was like no no let's not even the do that the lights might go off bro. yeah yeah because they're going to see us and they're going to think obviously these men are like practicing Muslims and stuff and they're going to be doing something like that so the point being is people will treat you how you, like, you treat them so if you Absolutely. give them a good impression of yourself they're going to be quite alright with you and I, I, I feel like I've seen that because you know like I might have said this before on a podcast, but you know when I've gone for like stuff, but interviews and stuff like that. Mm. If a woman's interviewing me, I don't shake the woman's hand. I just says, "Oh yeah, sorry, I don't shake hands." And they'll be, "Oh, fair enough, okay, yeah." 
and you still pass the interview. But people would just be bare compromised. Like, brother, I saw this the most at university where, like, Muslims will compromise their religion for the sake of trying to fit in. And it's not like you get extra ratings or Absolutely respect. Absolutely not. You literally look, you look so stupid. And they look at you like, you, you're acting like you have principles, but you don't. Because I know this is a thing in your religion. That sometimes, they, some people even try and test you in it. They actually test you this. Like, you know, you, you, I come to you, I'm a guy, I've got a reasonably sized beard. You know I'm probably a practicing Muslim. And you, you're a woman and you still shake, stick your hand out to shake my hand. And you know how we are. We, you know we don't shake hands. But she's obviously shook hands with some guys before who are a bit compromised. So she expects, like, let's see what this guy's on. I turn around and say, no. She's like, okay, fair enough. Or, you know, obviously, some people are going to have some peak reaction, but some of them are going to respect it. I feel it. as though the ones that have a peak reaction are the ones that were always going to have a peak reaction, if you know, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 probably. Like, they're preconceived. And, and that's not saying all of them are like that. Maybe some don't understand yeah, it, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> But some of them are curious, man. They'll ask you, oh, why, how come, like, why? And you're you right, most people, most people don't, don't cause a scene out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was invited to a meeting once, and the whole room, this was in Geneva. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and the whole room turned around, I was looking, and this woman came straight up to me to shake my hand. And so, instead of making her feel like, you know, I just put my hands behind my back, and I just like, you know. Mm-hmm. And she, There's ways around she it, isn't quickly it? just retracted her hand. She goes, yeah, 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 fantastic. And if anything, she was like, you know, even more... Receptive to us being there. Yeah, yeah. So for her, it was it was calm. So what you what were you you were saying before initially about um this whole uh, Pakistan politics thing, man? You were saying that something happened like in Pakistan, some girl got. Yeah. So 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 rec- recently else. there was um I saw a video of this man who was sitting on the police station floor and he was just distraught, completely mentally broken. Like he was just crying. He was uh, hitting himself. You know, he he couldn't hear what you're saying. He seemed like a very very poor man. Uh, and it turns out both of his daughters have been kidnapped. Okay. And forcibly converted from uh, Hinduism to Islam. Now, not many people know this, but Pakistan's only about sort of nine, uh, it's got a, a, a sizable minority there. So you've got Christians there, you've got Hindus there, you've got Sikhs there. Guru Nanak is is buried in Pakistan, so the Mecca for all the Sikh people is in Pakistan. Oh, so I didn't even know yeah. that. Um, in Punjab. In Punjab, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and it's on the Pakistani side. <clears throat> so they've been forcibly taken and then. Prime Minister found out and they've sent people to go and find them and now they've found them yeah the girls are saying we, con- we converted by their own, by our own, cho- by yeah, our own yeah, choice yeah. so their dad's trying to put make an image to people like they, they were forced I, or they were I, I, I genuinely don't know yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing you, you know, we just, I just how old were the girls like what that young or? 15 15 I mean, where did they go did, so they didn't get kidnapped or they did they got apparently they got kidnapped and married Right? Did the girl say they got married though? The girl said they got married, and yeah. apparently there's a video of them getting married as well, like the, okay. the Nick Gardner and stuff like that. So, this one of them kind this of is, serious this situations. Is, this is a very serious situation, that's why they've got involved, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, now the girls are saying. No, no I said no. serious situation, not serious. Serious, um, you know the a pe- serious situation, yeah. Mm. But you know, again, in parts of the world where there's like, you know, a lot of poverty and there's not much, you know, education and stuff like that, um, they don't really understand what they're doing as well. The people extent. converting or the people. No, no, no. The everyone who's involved, really, yeah, yeah. even the police. Yeah, yeah. They just feel overwhelmed, like with what's going Bro, on. It's, it's as it, we were saying, man. Uh, the cure, the cure to ignorance is knowledge. Yeah, of course. Like you're not literally your nation is not going to change until people are educated, and it's not like that they have um, maths degrees and English degrees necessarily. It's like literally the basics, and you're not going to really learn the basics of. Brother, you can be the highest level maths professor, but if you still know how to wash yourself when you go to toilet... That's the difference between an educated mind and a, and a well-formed mind, yeah. isn't it? There's, there's, they, don't, they don't have to be the same thing, Yeah. but um, you can still be a learned person and you know seek knowledge and have a structured mind and all of that. Um, 
with comparatively less than other people. But then you look at the other side in India, for example, because there's all this Pakistan India stuff going on, and I saw a guy today getting lynched <coughs> or I beaten up video. really, really badly. His whole family, right? Oh, yeah, so that's another video. They're what? getting beaten up, the whole family, the, block, the blocking... The, yeah, the, and that's the in India the too, the Muslims That's there, in right? India, yeah. Those are Muslims there. And they're getting beaten up because Modi's in power. Modi's the same guy who in Gujarat in 2002, they just massacred a load of Muslims there. But how is this a norm? Like, how can you just literally just well, be beating up people in, coming in, back, in the coming back, and... coming back to what we were saying about the UK, this is the age of populism, right? Yeah. So in populism, you know, it's, it's the phenomenon where people are like, you know, what's going on? We don't understand what's going on. And someone goes, oh, it's the Muslims, you know, oh, it's the Jews. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And people start saying, you know what? That makes sense because before these guys came, everything was fine. Mm. Uh, and then you have that in America. And it's, it's generally the, the underlying theme is Islamophobia because in America, Donald Trump's doing it. Literally. Right? Over here, we've got Brexiteers. And in India, you've got the BJP. But in India, there's not that degree of law and order. So mm. things get out of hand very, 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 very yeah. They can't I mean, control that population of billion people, people of, bro, that easily. Bro, they're accusing people of herding cows. You know, bruv, Eating cow meat is, a, is, a, is now, in certain parts of India, they'll kill you for it. What? Because they say God and stuff, isn't it? It's a holy... No, no, it's a holy... Yeah, like... Are they actually... oh, the Hindus over there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, do you see someone... <laughs> so you can't eat cow meat? It's kind of, it's of, kind of jokes my dad sends me sometimes. He's like... <laughs> he's like <laughs> he already knows it's going to be funny, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you already know it's going to be very funny. It's, um... It was like, the, um... The Muslims... They grew up like drinking um, milk and like eating eating like beef and stuff to get strong and <laughs> to to become like strong. And he's saying that the <laughs> the, the mushrikeen, yeah, they grew up drinking cow like urine. And <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm, I'm making it a I bit. I knew like, it was coming. I was cow I was piece. rephrasing it a bit, but that's not exactly what yeah. the thing said exactly. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> they were just mocking it, bro. Like fair enough. I know someone who said the same thing on TV. Really? While being interviewed, I just didn't care. No, so, like, enough, these bro. people, these people were, you know... Bro, something. you're drinking cow or, like, urine, come on, like... What? Bro, I don't... They bathe in it. What? But, but, hang on, hang on. There's two things here, right? Bro, you're not going to justify... No, no, <laughs> but... No, <laughs> but... Bathing, like, the, like, a bubble bath... I wouldn't say... Bubble bath, in ancient times, people did drink animals' urine as a cure. Yeah, that's um, camel's urine, completely different. Camel's story. urine, right, exactly, so... So it, it's not, but cow's urine is, I don't know, man. Urine is urine. You know what, I just find it very funny because it's not like the rest of what they're doing is like completely in line with, you know, um, norms and like fitra and it's not like that's the case. Do you remember that thing you, when they would dash the body into the, into the, what river it was? Yeah, yeah, the Ganges. The Ganges. And then they would pick up the body, dead body, after how many miles it's flown down. And the boys they do again? So basically, you get, they get cremated on the River Ganges, but because the way they burn the body is done with firewood, it doesn't burn to the same temperature because you need some crazy heat to burn a body properly. Okay. So you get b- bits of flesh floating around and what? skull and bones and stuff, and people pick them up, you know. But people bathe in the same river as well. People bathe in the same river. People drink from... I, th- I think people drink from the same river as well. Hmm. Um, and then on the edge of the river, you have people doing seher. You have people doing sort of serious black magic. Yeah. Uh, they're called the Agoras if someone wants to that's Google that and see the craziness that they get up to. And those people to do their black magic eat some of the flesh that's floating around in the Ganges. Probably Which not. is funny because I swear these people are supposed to be vegetarian. Yeah. What? Literally. But no, no, I think these Agoras... Like you, if you go to an Indian place and they, they, they serve you meat dishes, mm. that's not Indian food. Oh, sorry. Because Indian food is vegetarian. 
India is very diverse, but do you I think. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think there's a, you know in the caste system, I think the higher the, the purer you are, the more vegetarian you are. Oh really? Yeah. So if you're the lower bottom classes, I mean they treat you. You can eat anything. Yeah. But listen, speaking from this um this little sticker thing that you just mentioned there, yeah, I remember I think my brother yesterday he goes to me, um he goes, I think it was him, he goes basically some people they think like they think doing magic is okay as in. So hear me out, yeah. They'll turn around and say, this person is doing this mad stuff. Someone needs to do magic on him and get him in line. Have you heard that? You know, so this is, this, this is the problem with lack of education because in Islam, the means never justify the ends. Literally. They'll be like, oh, he's, he's doing this, he's hurting these many people, he's doing so this. So this small evil is for the greater good. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. So someone needs to do magic on him to, you know. Stop him. Yeah, stop yeah. him. Like, bro, really? Wow. But that's, that's the thing, you know, when... Lack of knowledge is this void where you can yeah. anything can come out of it. Literally, man. I was saying like to my, I was speaking to my family early on. Yeah, I was saying to them that um, you like I was saying to you the other day. I was saying to you in fact that um, if you're gonna meet the the prime ministers, the leaders, yeah, you'd have to tell them to implement like obligatory, mandatory rather uh, Arabic education in the country in the Muslim countries because people. From education, from learning Arabic, they will know what the Quran is saying. They know what the Hadith is saying, and there's just something to become like, like a eighty percent of all the ignorance out there kind of thing. It will just go on the basis of the fact that you know the Arabic language, and then there's those little bits of ambiguity. But then there's a Hadith, isn't it, about the halal is clear and the haram yep. is clear, yeah. and then there's those mutashabihat in the middle. It's in the Quran actually. Yeah. So that yeah. stuff, fine. Yeah, you're not gonna get necessarily from just from learning Arabic, but a vast majority of the problems are gonna go. Just from knowing Arabic language, and I, bro, I can almost any any person that I think I know that has learned Arabic would agree with me on that. I I agree with that, and I also think that part of the problem in places like Pakistan, for example, or India, or in the subcontinent of Bangladesh, a lot of this stuff happens in Bangladesh yeah. as well. Um, is that you know when when we talk about the mutashabi ayahs, the, the next ayah, well, following the same verse, it's you know it talks about the people who have the disease in the heart manipulate those yeah. verses with yeah. the doubt. Exactly. You know, yeah. And you can only really do that when you're thriving in an environment where no one knows what's going oh, yeah, on. Completely and that's agree. exactly what happened here in the Dark Ages. Yeah. You had priests selling pardons. Selling right? pardons. Selling pardons. So you'd go to the priest, you know, you'd say, hey man, I've done this craziness, this madness, right? Um, but I still want to go to heaven. Mm. That's absolutely fine. It's £50, mate. <laughs> but it's, drop me a fiver, Dave, and I'll get you a table, hey, mate. Oh, Evan's looking a bit expensive <laughs> these days, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Told me a five a day. quid. You're having a laugh. <laughs> Don't worry, Dave. You're going to go heaven, mate. Oh, my dude. Jesus died for your sins, mate. Don't worry about it. He's like, really? Died for my sins? For my yeah, sins? You your sure? sins, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so stupid. It's actually, it's actually funny how stupid it is. It's funny how stupid it is. But then, but bro, there's listen, Muslims doing the same kind of stuff. But listen to what I heard about Hinduism recently from a Hindu scholar, right? He was like, Hinduism is not a structured religion. Yeah. It embraces the unknown. Right? Like, he goes, you know, this might be my God. There's, he, and then he quoted scripture from the Veda, which was something like, you know, we don't know what God might look like, but even God doesn't know himself. Something, something weird like oh that. My days. Right? So do you understand the concept? Yeah, they yeah. thrive in this amb- ambiguity. The entire yeah. thing is structured around it. And, yeah. and, and they don't have a problem with Muslims up until the point where it says, La ilaha illallah. Yeah. Um... So, so they they don't have a problem with someone believing that there's God, but they have a problem with him being the only God. Yeah. Do you understand? It's like 
It's like, was it like God's in me, God's, God's in you, Jesus, God's in him? Jesus yeah. is your God? Yeah. That's what they, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they the, the guy's literal words were, if God to you is a uh, a man with a pot belly or uh, a woman with four arms or five arms, whatever else it is, that's fine. And if he's a man who's bleeding on a cross, that's absolutely fine too. Right? I.e., we have no problem adding more to yeah. it. Um, but you guys are negating the entire thing. They're like the most no politically correct religion that can exist, trying to just make everyone happy. No, but you'd think by that. By definition, which you, you can't do. But you Exactly, but you'd think yeah. that. You'd think by accepting everyone and everything, you'd have this crazy pluralistic tradition and everyone's yeah. thriving. Bro, it's some of the most... It's some of the most hostile... It's, it's right now on Earth. It's one of the most hostile places on Earth right now. India. So, so yeah, that's what They're I don't get. So how, how, are they, how are they doing that? So that family was getting beaten up. How is that family getting beaten up like no normally, one's gonna rescue them. No, but why? Why? Because on the basis police, of, on the basis of their own religion, where it's like you can you can worship and worse. Why are they beating them up? No, no. Because also we don't do that. We will say with our chest, shirk is the biggest sin, and like, bro, if if there needs to be a fight for it, there's gonna be a fight for it. But, you know what I mean? But these but, men are they like you can believe what you want and worship whoever you want, but now we're gonna fight you. It's like, but you, you yeah, you literally contradict yourself. That's not what you just said. Um, I think right now, again, I don't think it's really. I think I think it's more um, the political sentiment that's whipped up against Muslims, and I think it's part of this whole populist thing. I think it's all driven. Yeah. There's an agenda behind it. There's definitely an industry behind it, right? But then there's, as we know from our religion, in terms of the, there's all these other factors that we can see consciously. But then there's the other factor we all know about. Our own sins contribute to it. Of that's course, massively, like, massively, massively. Like, like people, people always actually really sit down and like, like we're in a sense. They literally brainstorm, like brainstorming, like the issues. But <laughs> brainstorming as to reasons why yeah, they're yeah, in the situation yeah. and don't look at the reasons that's, that's yeah. right in front of them, i.e. you being also, yourself and what you're doing and all that sort of nonsense. Now, of course, you're not going to be able to um, be perfect, in it? And then this, this is where my... Um, this is where the whole Saint, saint Mode thing comes from. <laughs> yeah, what is that, man? So let me tell you guys about Saint, saint Mode. You're not going to ask me questions about, um, about Saint Mode. So Saint Mode, yeah, is uh, <laughs> What's new to double check how long we've been here for? Um, so, 18, yeah? Um, so, like, when a person is in Saint Mode, because basically, so I'm just going to make a case, Saint Mode. You know, you know what a saint is, right? Like, a saint. Saint, yeah. That's always really pious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah someone pious, like the high... Yeah. It's, just, it's just a term, isn't it? Um, it's a funny term, because I... Yeah, so it's yeah. like when you have um, it's it's a mode which is not sustainable, but it's the best mode to be in, but it won't always be sustainable. It's like really sustainable. It's only for some individuals it's sustainable. It's sustainable for the individuals who kind of grew up in it. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like when you have a car, and you have like dynamic mode or race mode. Yeah, it's very fun and it's brilliant and like everything's perfect. You know, your turns are perfect, your revs are perfect, and everything, but. It's not sustainable. You're gonna run out of petrol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're literally especially, rinsing. Like, especially you're, go- you're going 100 yeah. miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work. So that that thing about what we were just saying, probably this guy's not even gonna like it. So idiots. Always idiots out on the road. Man. Um, I get distracted by idiots on the road. Sorry, guys. Um, so what I was saying about Saint Mode. Is, what did I tell you about Saint Mode? Well, I've told you Saint so far. Mode. Tell me. Saint Mode is. Um, Saint well, we, Mode we were saying is... don't make decisions on in Saint Mode. Okay, and I asked you what Saint Mode was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So basically, because when, when you're in Saint Mode, yeah, what happens is the halal is very clear and the haram is very clear. It's very easy for you to stick to it. Yeah? Um, and you take statements of, like, you don't just take the statements of the squal, so of the Prophet and you don't just take ayat from the Quran. You take the, the statements of the Salaf and you take the statements of the scholars as if they're 
as if they are also delete to that to the same level, which they're not. With all due respect, they're not to that level, no, of right? Course, yes. So people take it, and then like you know the because really in reality the boundaries of obligatory and haram, which are your two boundaries of in between that is the stuff which is halal. Those two boundaries, they are actually re- relatively wide. They're actually quite wide. You know what I mean? In terms of like, there is a lot of halal stuff you can do. You know? Um, in terms of the dunya anyway. But what happens is, when you are trying to follow all the same sorts of companions and the scholars and everything, those lines become really, really narrowed. And you've got a very small, thin path that you can tread on. Absolutely. So long as, if you're trying to follow everything. Because it's, yeah. it's not possible to follow everything. It's not possible to implement every single had uh, not hadith rather but uh, to implement every single like saying of the scholar and uh, you know uh, st- statement of the salaf and so on you can't implement every single one so when you're in state mode those lines become really like kind of restricted but you find it very easy to travel down it's like it's so clear color that is clearly haram this is clearly halal and then you make big decisions in saint mode because you are currently in saint mode and you the thing about saint mode yeah is you don't realize that other people aren't in saint mode Right, so and you also don't realize that Saint Mode may end, and it's quite likely it's going to end. And for most people, Saint Mode occurs in like one of a few one of a few situations. One situation is when you revert for the first time, or you start practicing for the first time. That's when you first usually enter into Saint Mode. Yeah, 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 because you just found this brilliant new thing, which is the sh- this shiny, shiny, clean thing, which is Islam. And you're like, ooh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And now you want to go in. You want to you want to tell everyone about it, but you don't realize that some people are they're already Muslim, but they're not in saint mode. They mm-hmm. might have been in saint mode one time in their life, and they're like, "Yo, listen, calm down." You guys are like, "Bruv, how are you doing this? This is haram." And you're like, "No, you know this is a difference of opinion. I don't believe it's haram because this is." And he's like, "No, no, no, Aki, the son of to this, yeah. scholars to this, scholars to this, scholars to this, and you just you like those lines are so clear, and for you it's like, "Bruv." I'm going to be doing this forever. I'm going to go in. I'm going to be in Saint Mode forever. Saint Mode is like some mad burnout. Yeah, but like it's you a don't bur- go in a straight line. Like yeah, yeah. You, you go going so far. Yeah. You actually end up taking like left you start right, skidding. And you're skidding and you go straight. Yeah, because you could end up worse than yeah. when you started. Yeah. Yeah. So you make, that's what I'm saying. I was like, basically a person shouldn't make major life decisions in Saint Mode because they might turn around and regret it. Like, what? don't like, So don't get example, married in Saint Mode, no? Well, we'll come to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't get married but in Saint what, Mode. What are the but, signs of for some of the saints that might be listening to, to this podcast. Oh wait, wait, is Saint Mode is um so it's different Sorry. so is, is Saint Mode different to your Iman going up and down? No, so Saint Mode is like it's a or part it, of your Iman going up and down. Yeah. It's it's like when your when your Iman is at the top of what you've ever experienced it to be. Yeah, Not at the top yeah. of what it can ever no, be. No, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it's the top of what you've ever experienced. It's a relative it to be. value. You know what I mean? It's a relative yeah. it's a person to person. Like yeah, yeah. you might be in Saint Mode at a, at a lower level of practicing than to someone else who's not in Saint Mode. Yeah, yeah. But at a high level of practice, yeah, yeah. but you because you you believe right, raw. I'm I'm doing this. I'm going in hundred miles per hour. Cool. So when you're in saint mode, you 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 might make major 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 life decisions like you're a brother, your you know your family is going to be dependent on you, and you're working a certain job, and you got a house which is on a certain payment plan, yep. and you're there like astaghfirullah, this is all wrong, and you burn it all, and all of a sudden you might just be out on the roads. You know, your family's on the roads, and these kind of situations might happen to you. Did or you're a brother, and like it combines. You know, like you you might be um, you when you're in state mode, you might be like, I need to get married because fitna everywhere. It's obligatory for me to get married, right? Of course, yes. So I must get married, and then you might even be roasting. Wait, wait. And if you're roasting, definitely don't don't get married. If you <laughs> if you're if you're roasting and you're in state mode, it's then don't cra- get married. It's a crazy because it's like a, it's like a double whammy. Now yeah. now it's gonna be really big because you're gonna get married to a girl because you're like. 
the dean says this, this, this. She's got a dean. Yeah, I'm gonna marry her. I'm not even gonna look because you think you're gonna get extra gender points if you don't look at her first. Because <laughs> bear yes. in mind, another factor about saint mode is that your ignorance and your knowledge does not change when you're in saint mode yeah, unless yeah, you yeah. do something about it. So you're only gonna be limited to the number of hadith or the ayat that you know. So you've been told lower your gaze, but you don't know that you've been told that when you get married, you should look at the girl. You don't, you've never heard that hadith before, yeah, for yeah. example. So you're like, listen, I'm going to extra gender points here. If I try and get married to this if girl, I like, looking... If I completely put my trust Yeah, if, well. I, if I put my yeah, trust... Like, to a point where, I don't, you know what? I'm not actually following away. what Allah told me to do. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm putting my exactly. trust in Allah so much, I'm not even going to follow what he told me to do. <laughs> so when you do stuff like that, <laughs> then, then you might get married to a girl, and then, to, like, once you... Like, it's going to take some time, so you're not going to end, end, end saint mode straight away when yeah, you get married. Yeah. But after, like, two months, three months, maybe a year, maybe one and a half years, you, you exit saint mode, and then you look at your wife and you're like, raw. <laughs> Where's number two? <laughs> raw, like, <laughs> like raw, you what wake, did I do? You wake up one morning. And then there's a there's a youth there as well, your, your wife's feeding, and she looking at you like... <laughs> Is it like uh, you wake up and like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're dazed. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got some like, memory lapse, you wake up, and you're like, who's you? <laughs> it's like this, this bare fog around you. And then once Saint Mode, Saint Mode ends, all the fog's cleared up and you see what's really there. And you're like, whoa. I'm laughing because I've seen Saint Mode happen so many times. You see it occur, isn't it, I in people? It, I've seen it occur. I, and I've once it's happening, it like I said, bro, the person Saint doesn't realise that. I've been, I've been in that Saint Mode. Yeah. Saint Saint mode they don't realise that other people aren't Saint, are in Saint Mode. Yeah. And they don't realise that they, their Saint Mode might end. So some of these are the key components of Saint Mode, right? So once you look at them and you tell them, bro, you know you're going bare overboard and you're in Saint Mode. If you were to tell him that, he'd be like, nah, akhi. You're just doing something bare haram. And you're like, no, 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 no. I don't know if you understand. I know you I know where you are. I know what happens here. I know the road that this I know where this goes. And he's completely oblivious. He's like, nah. Like, what what do you mean I'm in Saint Mode? What does that even mean? Yeah, but the thing was that Saint Mode thing, I think you just have to leave people to just It is they have to just learn themselves. But you have to make sure they don't make reckless yeah, decisions. Yeah, no, no, like, but if you know them in life, you know that when someone's in you've that, got to kind of prevent them from making reckless decisions. When someone's it? in that mind state. Like, I think I've been in that, you know. When you're in that mindset, yeah, it, it don't matter what no, anyone told you. Been there. I mean, no, it don't matter what anyone told you. And it's like, nah, nah, like yeah. you ain't like you're listening, but you're not really listening. Like, yeah. you're hearing them, but you're not listening. So you're gonna you're gonna do what you're still gonna do. It's anyway. almost like you're you're, you're thinking now. Nah. Difficult path forward. Yeah. In certain situations. Like example, like, like you know. Sorry, don't speak over. But yeah. you, you know, like when you're mad yeah. practicing, yeah, like when you're like proper, like proper practicing, like going in. Yeah. And then like. You might get a brother say to you, like, you know, like, you're not really going to be on this level. But you're thinking, nah, I am. Like, I am. I'm always going to be like, like Bro, nah, I'm, never, I'm never going down. Like, like, but then when you do, you're like, right, he was right. But yeah, yeah. You, like, at the time, you're not going to listen to them. The thing is, you know, there's actually the leap for this, yeah. You know the hadith where the, the companions ask the Prophet, they said that when we're with you, we remember you. Do you know the story of, the, uh, of what you're about to say? Yeah. Um, was actually a companion called Abu Hamdala. Okay. And he, he bumped into Abu Bakr. So they're walking, I can always imagine this story. So you can imagine a movie scene, right? There's a guy walking through the streets of Medina. He's got a really big frown on his face and he's really upset. And Abu Bakr sees him. Okay. And he stops and he says to him, Abu Handallah, what's going on? And he says, oh, I'm and a hypocrite. And he goes, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm a, and he genuinely believed it and he was really upset. And, yeah. then, and then Abu Bakr panicked as well. And I, I really like the story because it shows you they were humans as well. Yeah. Right? We, we always see this. We always see people going to Saint Mode and stuff. But... You know, it's a, it's a very human thing. Yeah, and then yeah. He was like, well, if you're a hypocrite, I'm definitely a hypocrite. And yeah. now they're both panicking. Yeah. So yeah. then they go to the Prophet. And that's when he says what you're about to say. Yeah. You, was, Mazo, you, you said, it, so well, so far, go and finish off. Which was, um, uh, it was like, you know, he, he laughed at them, basically. He said, you know, if if your Iman was as high... What did they say first? Because he said, basically, he says, I'm, I'll, I'll become a hypocrite. And he says, well, why do you think that? Yeah. And he goes, oh, Rasulullah, when I'm with you, my Iman is like sky high. Uh, yeah. And, and he I gives these like, examples of like... Yeah. 
And he goes, but when I go back to my wife and children, and he goes, my my mind goes low. Yeah. And he goes, I and feel so like you go back to like the dunya and the these yeah. other yeah. things yeah. which are distracting. They start you. preoccupying you. And, so. says, and what did he say that when, he if, said, if your he, he smiled. He said, if your iman was as high uh, uh, as it is at home when it was when you uh, as it is when you're with me, yeah. he goes, the angels would come and uh, shake your hands on the street. Oh yes. in Medina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no matter how much of a saint mode you're in, yeah, literally, just, just bear in mind you're not going to meet any. Yeah, yeah, because it, it will end like <laughs> this is this is part of Aqidah of Salafiyah. Like your iman goes up and down. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Does. The and fact that it goes practical. up, it also like it will go down by definition. Absolutely. It can go up and it'll go like it'll fluctuate. You know how you have when you have a trend of like the UK's GDP, it's yeah. overall a rise. Like it's rising overall, but it's got up and down, up and down the whole way as it's rising. You know, so it's like. It's, it's kind of like that And then there's some crazy stories Of like Barsisa When like this guy He lives his whole life His iman's going up And up and up and up And he attains Actual sainthood <laughs> And then my man Becomes a kafir Like 50 minutes before he dies Allah. What? Allah. Because he ends up Accidentally prostrating to the devil Yeah, yeah. No bro Because that's the problem in it Like you, you have to You have to put Put things in perspective Like other yeah. people in it But it's um It's difficult for you to do it When you're in Satan Because you can't really tell You're, you're kind of blinded Yeah you, you literally Like it's just the will And bruv The thing about Satan mode Is it's actually really good It's really good for you To be in Satan mode You should utilise Satan mode To benefit yourself As much as possible Like the last time I was in Satan mode I tried to memorise As much Quran as possible Tried to learn as much Arabic As possible And you know All these kind of things That you should be doing When you're in Satan mode Because it's a catalyst Isn't it Yeah, yeah but how, how for, uh, for the people listening How can they identify if they're in saint mode or not. How do you know if you're in saint mode? <laughs> <laughs> There's certain decisions that you're going to be... Like, we spoke about marriage and stuff. Yeah. Right? It's doing, like, erratic stuff, which you know is a long-term impact on your life. Like, selling your yard. Like, moving country. Like, selling getting married. Like, no, I'm not joking. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know. Like, d- trying to... Like, trying to get married without telling your family members. You know, yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, my parents, yeah. subhanAllah, they're innovators. My dad, he believes that, you know, he should use... Like you, there will be something which is not even a big thing, but I remember, cause in Saint mode, your ignorance is still the same, innit? Your ignorance is still the same level. Your knowledge hasn't grown unless you try to make it grow. Like, so your dad will be using like counted bees, and he'll be like, "My dad's an innovator." No, like and then it escalates from there. Yeah, yeah. It's like my very Pakistani father-in-law is now a coffee. Yeah, brother, <laughs> <laughs> no, example. Is that what? We know so many examples. It's like, please, Imam Sab, can you take my my dad's wilaya off him and get me married to this brother, which he's also in Saint mode right now. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, it's a really destructive cycle that's going to go down. <laughs> Because you know, just wow, because you. Two people in Saint mode. I don't know if that amplifies or if it cancels out. <laughs> no, sure. it does, it does. Because you know, when everyone around you is in Saint mode, now you're in, now you're in the Saint mode bubble. Yeah? You're in the Saint mode bubble. And now everyone around you in Saint mode, and you believe that this is the way everyone should be, and this is what, this is what you think everyone is. Because now you've got, re- you got, you got, um, you got validation for what you're Yeah, your, yeah, and that's just reminding me of something. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about this. I swear we, we spoke I think we spoke about this off podcast like time ago. Off podcast. Basically, yeah, I think we spoke about this on podcast. Go on. So basically, like you know, when people are, like in the Saint mode thing, they they basically like when you get to a certain stage, like it's like example, like if you whatever if you've reverted or you just get to a stage like where you're mad practicing, people forget that even though you're practicing, you're allowed to have a personality. Yeah, yeah they yeah, believe yeah, that yeah. you need to just Definitely, be yeah. everything by the book, 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 book. Yeah. Like, like no, like you can't just have your, other interests. Yeah, exactly, like, like you can't have like yeah. Like, like basically, you, you can't, a nice yeah. car, you used to like, like basically, like, like example, like, like they just believe, like, okay, if you, if you know, what I mean, if you're all reading the same Quran, we're reading the same Hadith, everything, then you're just like clone, 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 like, yeah, we're yeah. all the same, bro. Yeah. Like, no one has a, their own character, personality. So yeah. They believe that you should be exactly how I am. Like, like, you do stuff like you start throwing away clothes that you like to, like, no, to but wear. you know, thinking back at sort of my sainthood time, right? 
like you start you start reading the story of people like Imam al Nawawi, yeah, and you just become fixated on this one guy. And I've never, I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of anyone who was like Imam al Nawawi before or after him. Yeah. I wouldn't say before, but after him, I've definitely never. But you think you're going to be the next Imam Nawawi? But you think you're going to be, you're, and you think, yeah. you know what, this guy is the standard. Yeah. You don't realize that you've set the standard on the moon. Yeah. You live on the earth. Yeah, yeah. This guy, you know, he wouldn't. He and it's not like you're not saying uh, don't have high aspirations because no, no, it's, it's very good. High, but you have to put it in perspective. Like, yeah, yeah. what's what's my life right now? Like, is this my main priority? Like. Just... I remember reading about one of the Sahabis who was known as one of the funniest companions that I understood last night. Yeah. Have you heard of him? The, the one who, the, he's known for doing pranks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? And yeah. I was, and when I first came across him, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, because you probably I, came across I, him in Saint mode and you were yeah, there yeah, like, yeah. Bro, bro, I was like, how dare he behave like yeah. this? <laughs> who does he think he is, right? And honestly. Yeah. And then I didn't even find it funny to like, the first time. I yeah. understand. Like, one, one of the things he done was he um, he offered the, the Rasulullah said some fruit. He offered him some fruit. Uh, and Rasulullah says to him, ate, and you know, and he presented to him like it was a gift. Yeah. And after he finished eating, he goes, right now, Rasulullah, it's time for you to pay, and walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, something along the lines of that. Do you hear the one where he slaughtered the camel? That, that was, that's another one. Go on, go on, go on. So yeah, he, he slaughtered some camel, didn't he? Yeah, it was. Like, I think someone brought a camel for some reason or whatever, and he slaughtered it or something, and he basically made the prophet pay for it. And not only that, it was a delegation. Someone travelled to come in, yeah. tied the camel outside of the mosque. Went in to see the prophet. When he came out, this guy was the, distributing the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's peak. That's like someone taking your tyres off and stuff. Yeah, 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 car, yeah, no? yeah that's peak. Uh, but obviously your car's not edible. No, it's so. not edible. <laughs> Sellable, though. Unless you're one of those people who's like, I've, my, my word, what is it, my word? Uh, is they've got this... this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People my use weird stuff. Ha- eating my habits. Weird, yeah. I like to eat sofas. And you're like, you really? seen that, bro? Bro, bro it's the demo's done. Crazy. I like to eat Man. windmills. And so, like, come on, really? Do you even know that? Can you taste the difference between a windmill and a car? <laughs> do you know the difference? When you're eating it, do you actually know the difference? Bro. Weird, man. People have weird pathologies, man. Stuff's wrong with their but brain. That's what you get when, you, when you're so far away from the dean. But then, obviously, that's the thing. That's what we're talking about. When when a person comes in and they're just like, they're just going, they're going in, and there's no other opinion. There's no nothing that's else. Saying, in yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. Like it's like, for example, you start growing your beard, and you don't touch your beard, and you're like, Aki, there's no, there's no touching the beard. And I, you're like, listen, do you even know what? Do you know what even constitutes the beard? He's like, Aki, all I know is that the Prophet said, trim the moustache and let the beard grow. And you're like, listen, Maji, there's literally hair on your eyes. Like that's not your beard. You do understand? Like, <laughs> That's not your beard, G. <laughs> you need to get rid of that. <laughs> like, but because you're, because your ignorance and knowledge is the same, you're just trying to apply everything to the highest level. Mm. You're just trying to go in, and like if someone like, bro, I've I've got this a lot here yeah, from people who are because bro, a lot of times I've been surrounded by Saint Moders, and I have That's not the been Saint Moders, you know. Yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> And I'm not in term myself. Bro, so I'll be wearing like tracksuit bottoms and don't just be like, ah, you smart. They'll look, they'll just look at you funny. You're like, bruv, I don't understand. Like, I'm going to play football. Like, what, <laughs> do you want me to, play, do you want me to, do you want me to wear a thobe? Like? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, that's another, I think that's another like, one. Don't you be know. wearing thobes to the, oh, the no, gym. Bro, to the gym. That's, that's when you know you're in St. Models all, yeah. You don't put the fold down, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bruv, the fold does not leave you. Bro, it's like minus three outside. Seven, yeah? Right, it's minus three. It's raining, right? And this Don's walking around in sobe. It's no literally coat, designed no for hot, dry weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No jacket, huh? no jacket. No top, jacket, no nothing. He's walking around. In, in like, cause I'll give you an example. Yeah, as you know, he's gonna get more points for. Yeah, he thinks know. he's gonna get extra genre points yeah, for like yeah. uh, hurting his body in the cold, bro. I don't know. I'll give you an example, yeah, cause, cause they think, yeah. That and bruv bare people go through this. It's not. It's not even trying to take them. No, it's, it's not. It's almost trying to just. No, it's not. Anyone who's listening, who's in saint mode, just to help you identify like whether or not you're in saint mode, and if you are, just 
just just understand and by the way, the stay reason, in it bro. stay in it it's very good the and use it to capitalize the reason why it's funny well. is because we've been through it yeah yeah exactly that's it's why not, it's we're funny. not mocking because you're looking back at yourself yeah exactly you're looking back at because exactly we've been there and we, we, we you know so i was going to give you the example is of like someone who's from a country where they have muslim clothes like they have clothes of their people which are islamic clothes but they'll still wear a thobe instead of their country's own islamic clothes do you understand so You've got, for example, Afghans, Pakistanis, you've got um, yeah, yeah, Turks, yeah. and you've got yeah. like, you know, uh, Azerbaijanis and these lot. They've got like their own type of clothing, which is not thobes, but those people will start wearing thobes instead of their own country's clothes. Even though their own country's clothes is known as Muslim clothing as well, because they're thinking they got, that, that's all they know, like, that's what they've been told, that this is what all the pious brothers wear, by the way, as, and your, your beard has to be untouched, and you've got to wear the hat, and your your thoughts got to be this long and it's, that, it's, that, it's a superficial kind of thing as well yeah, it? It is. and it's limited because your ignorance is that much you're even trying to be sincere you are trying to be sincere but you're stuck what can you do and this 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 so Allah Subhanahu says in the Quran that he's created you in tribes so that you can recognise each other mm. how are you going to recognise each other if every man's wearing the same garment that's true man mm. I know about that right it's, it, it all comes down to your culture it all comes down to your yeah, and that yeah. comes down to who you are and all of that and th- the blend of Islam again. Is that's what, what I said so about people think that they don't. You can't have like a, a character, or a personality, character, or like a yeah. Like you can't have like the thing is yeah. It's, it's obviously people, but that thing when people would be like, oh, you know, deep before um, culture, deep before like obviously yeah, it's deep before culture, but you still can have culture. No, but yeah, exactly. you still can have culture, but exactly. As long as it's don't only deep over culture if when culture is trying to yeah, 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 yeah. go against deep. That's, that's only the only again. That's also when it's only when it's actually, actually, genuinely contradicting. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Dean, it's not Dean when you culture. think it's contradicting because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, people yeah. like for, like for example it's an example of like uh, um, for, uh, when uh, when someone's trying to get married and they think some, like their family is contradicting the deen by having certain requirements but their family is following the deen but because that person themselves only knows certain ayahs and certain hadith they think their family is going against it and they're just following the culture yeah. and maybe, maybe their parents don't have the actual knowledge of the hadith and the ayat to justify their position I think one sign of being in, in saint mode is if you're attacking your own culture Yeah it, that, Way more than you probably should be Yeah I mean it's always fine looking at yourself Through a critical lens or whatnot But if you find yourself on a crusade Against your own culture Yeah Right I think it's about time you When you start saying stuff like yourself, I'm not I'm not Wherever wherever country you're from You say stuff like Oh you're Turkish You're like Bro I'm not even Turkish I'm just Muslim When you say stuff like I'm just Muslim <laughs> Then you are in Saint mode Guaranteed Like I know for a fact You're in Saint mode right now And there's no There's no reason I'm not going to I'm not even bother talking to you I'm just going to leave you there And let you enjoy Saint mode while it lasts All I would probably say to you Is bro Try and learn Arabic right now And you'll be like Yeah bro I'm on it And you'll do about 200 lessons and then afterwards, maybe probably, that's when Saint Saint mode is beneficial. You, yeah, know? you, you it, can get bro, Saint mode is brilliant. Stuff, yeah. you have some crazy mm. energy because you do. You do have that energy. You will keep going. But on a serious note, I know we're laughing about this quite a lot. But Saint mode can, you know, when you're in groups of people and stuff, it can take over in terms of ideology and stuff. It can, you know, make you. And that's where the Hawarij came from, didn't they? Yeah. They literally were the same, all on Saint mode, and they were the on some next level Saint mode. Yeah, yeah. And and again, it comes down to the amount like of they, energy. They there. literally they were banging out Quran. Yeah, the Sahaba would simple. say that their their salah would make our salah it would put us to shame. Yeah. Literally. But then they have to they, so have, to, they have to finish yeah. them off. It, it, it was like mass psychosis. They yeah. all had the same mindset. Um because you're, when you're in the bubble and there's other people on the same thing as you, it literally validates your position. You think that this is how this is how me and my squad are, and this is how me and my squad should be, and this is how everyone else should be. And why are you anyone else is not on it? You look at them and you're like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not how we are? And anything which like you've been caught, you caught onto a certain thing here. Yeah, you literally think think of other people and you think, why are you not doing that? And I'll give you an example. 
It's the, the you know this the seeking knowledge Saint mode thing. Yeah? Because a lot of people like seeking knowledge is not a bad thing. Seeking knowledge is a brilliant thing. Everyone should seek knowledge and everyone should learn about the Absolutely. deen. But then there's a saint mode version of seeking knowledge, which is you think seeking knowledge is like this then there'll be narrations which like I bro, from what my what I've personally read, I'm not saying this to anyone else, what I've personally read and what I've researched myself into this into this topic into a lot of detail, it's like they're taken out of context. Some of them are taken severely out of context. Um, and some of them are, are statements of knowledgeable scholars, but nonetheless, they're human beings and they ain't, they're not the prophet. And they're taken to a level like the, the scholar will say something like, you will not truly seek knowledge until all your family dies. You know what I mean? Did you make that up or is that... Wallahi, I've read this. Until all your family members are dead, then, and, and then with a list of other things. So I don't want to quote it. And obviously, I'm no, sure people course, who are listening... Of course. I'm sure people are listening They actually know this right And they've read it And yeah, I'm not there yeah. Trying to disrespect the scholar no, no, no. May Allah have mercy on him And so on He probably meant it but, In a certain way yeah, but, And he was probably But he was people. probably In that mode where yeah. You know he can Like for him Seeking knowledge is everything Genuinely And we need people like that For sure in the Umrah But people read that And they think I'm that guy now And with all respect Bro your family Does not necessarily need to die For you to really seek of knowledge course, They really and, don't and need and to if die you need, <laughs> you need You need now The leel From the Quran and Sunnah For you to prove that this is actually an evidence. You can't just say this is. I'm just going to take this as it is, because if you read that now and you're in Saint mode, you are going to try and apply it. I can see why the scholar would even say it because you know Allah says in the Quran, "Inna ma malikum wa auladukum Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. they're your enemies. Your, your wealth yeah. and your family are your enemies. <clears throat> so maybe he said something along the lines of that. Yeah. But guys, if you're definitely thinking about killing your you, family, you might be. You yeah, might yeah, be, yeah. Like not even like killing your own family, but uh, in the sense that you're <laughs> hoping for your family to die so that whatever. you can really go in and see. It's not like that, innit? and that's yeah. the point. Like, the probably the best thing to do when you're in Saint Mode is learn as much as possible, seek knowledge, and from like a variety of sources, not from like other people who are in the exact same Saint Mode bubble as you, but from a, like a variety of sources on the right path, and you'll probably learn enough to for you for you to realize. Oh, and that's another thing. You perspective. know, it, Saint Moders only really show with it. other Saint Moders. So there's two types yeah. of same. There's two types of Saint Modes. One is when you're on a one-man crusade. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you're surrounded by. You know, uh, like, fitna, fitna, and you're like this one man way, the fasha, the fasha, and you've got and you just hand to hand combat with everyone, yeah. right? And you're just you, only you have the knowledge, and you must you know fight to, to keep it there. And the second type is when you're just surrounded by all the same people, and you're yeah. literally everyone's thinking the same, everyone's yeah. speaking the same. So if if you don't have it's people, like that you're, think disconne- you're disconnected to people in it. Yeah. You're disconnected from people. And Islam is a very natural religion. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's very very natural. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, Something that forces you to to come to come. And most of these people, or, most of the people, are on the, the Saint Moders. Yeah. They always forget that they were once not one. Yeah. So you was once yeah. them people that yeah, you're definitely. talking about. Literally, yeah. literally. You forget that sometimes. Yeah. And then it will happen. Like it'll, the most, the people who feel the effects the most are the people who are their own family members. Yeah. Like their own parents and stuff, because they'll literally be doing the same stuff their parents were doing. And then they'll, now they enter the Dean or they enter Saint mode. Even like, bro, they might be Muslim for some time or they've been practicing for some time, but then they enter Saint mode. And now everything that your family is doing, which you are doing like in the last year, is just a big problem and you're going to try and stop them to the best of your ability. But like, bro, for you now, the Kalal is very clear and the Haram is clear. It's very easy to stay away from them. Like, that's, that's one of the benefits of Saint mode. Like, you can stay away from major sins and sins very easily. You can do the obligatory. You can do so much more voluntary stuff very easily. But not everyone around you can do it. So you might look at someone, you pray your salah, and you pray two, two extra uh, sunnah, and then you pray two extra. But Saint Moders in this situation, 
and yeah. someone else doesn't, yeah. and you look at them like, bro, why is this guy not, like, bro, why are you man not playing like some extra sunnah, bro? This is what. And yeah, but same mode in this situation will start becoming very, um, like they'll become rude to people, they'll put people yeah, down, yeah. you know, they'll start it's, doing bro, it's the example of a guy when, uh, like a woman comes up to him to ask for the directions and he, and he looks down and he's like, you know, it's over there and he, he doesn't actually look like, it's, it's actually in a rude way, the yeah, don, yeah, don, yeah, don, yeah. he does yeah. it in a rude way, where, and the woman's looking at him like, bro, what's wrong with this guy? Like, bro, did someone... Why is he... Is, yeah. is I'm it, just spoken to him. Why is he on your shoes, bro? Like, there's someone on your shoes. Like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he becomes like a scarecrow on the spot. <laughs> so, there's just some telltales, man. Telltale signs, like... But the funny thing is, you're so oblivious to it as a... Because um, your ignorance is still the same, bro. You don't even realise that... You, do you, Like, can you even prove that what you're doing there, if you were to look at the woman, would it be haram? And if there's no evidence to prove that, that it would be haram, then well, you you wouldn't. It's not wrong for you to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying to anyone to start doing this and whatever. I'm I'm just saying like learn in it basically. Learn so you, you utilize Saint mode to learn as much as much as possible so that you don't end up doing dumb stuff and making main thing is basically so you don't end up making stupid major life decisions and imposing your like Saint mode on other people. One one thing I came across while I was in Saint mode <laughs> that made me question my um, my Saint mode <laughs> was, <laughs> was yeah. Uh, Saint Mo started to sound weird to him. <laughs> when you started, when you questioned your sainthood, I, st- I started questioning my sainthood. I was like, is this, is this the way it's supposed to be? I came across a hadith where Rasulullah said, um, One hour, bro. That, um, that uh, the one who's easy going with people uh, won't touch the fire or something like that. Yes. The lines of that. And I thought to myself, everyone around me is not easy going, and everyone around me is super, super practicing. Yeah. And I was like, it just doesn't bode well. And at that moment, I thought, okay, well, what is the characteristic of a Muslim? And if the Prophet's saying stuff like that, then what kind of psychology must he have for him to, to try and encourage people to be easygoing? He must have been. Mm. And people end up focusing on the, you know. Is that a comment part there? Okay. Yeah, man, it's true. I think we should be, actually. <coughs> Saint mode is. But it's good, man. Honestly, Saint mode is a very good place to be. And, uh, and the beauty of Islam is God judges you on your. You might be on some bad saint mode. Yeah. But you might be forgiven in their judgment because you're being earnest. Yeah. Or whatnot. Yeah. Right? Um, or you're being a prat, in which case it might be pulled up on you as well. Yeah. But. Because um, the thing is, a person not necessarily excused for ignorance, isn't it? When you have, no, no, ab- yeah. you have the ability to not be ignorant anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone comes up to you and starts giving you a reminder and you stick your hat, your fingers in your ears and you're like, listen, I don't want to hear it so that I'm free on the day of judgment. Nah, my G, I don't think that's how it's going to work. Because you put your fingers in your ears yourself at that point in time. Someone was saying to you, hey, listen, and you're like, no, no, no. I don't want to hear it because if I know, then I'm going to be accountable. That's like a myth in and of itself, maybe. That you, mm. How do you know that you're only going to be accountable? mentioned in the Quran, though. The people of Nuh, alayhi salam, they walk past and they used to stuff their fingers in their ears. Yeah. But yeah, guys. Hashtag uh, Saint Mode. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll just leave the episode title as hashtag Saint Mode on its own. Like nothing else, just Saint Mode. I bring out some t-shirts now. Saint Mode. <laughs> you awesome. know what? <laughs> and then we have the Stay Principled logo at the, at the bottom left corner. Uh, someone might get some ideas and do it before us now. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. First copyright, guys. Copyright. But at the same time, Saint Mode merchandise coming out soon. Like they know that <laughs> Saint Mode was birthed here, innit? But anyways, bro, Saint Mode aside, because we've explained Saint Mode quite significantly from all different angles of, of what Saint Mode is. Let's uh, let's continue. What were you saying about um, 
the whole politics thing, man. So on. Yeah, okay. so um, the country's going through an interesting phase. I think the whole world is going through interesting stuff. But um, what's interesting is, <clears throat> you know this Islamophobia that's coming from India next door? Hmm. Um, they've managed to neutralise it. There was a war, I don't know if you guys know, a little while back, or a battle or a skirmish, uh, and they shot down two Indian, Indian jets. I actually don't know. Okay. So what happened was, India's doing a madness in Kashmir. Right? And like everything, that was uh, Britain's fault, wasn't it, really? Because they conquered half the world and they done a madness, and on the way out, they caused some craziness. But even if it wasn't, let's just blame them anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> it's fun, why not? Right? <laughs> no, seriously, let's just be it, it was, definitely, just be it was definitely their fault. This specific situation was definitely their fault. <clears throat> anyway, they pull out. Uh, with Kashmir, what happens is the, the population of Kashmir is all Muslim, but the guy who owned it, it was a princely state, the guy who owned the place uh, was Hindu. So he was, or, or Sikh, and he was like, you know what, uh, I'm not going to join Pakistan, which is a Muslim country, I'm going to join India, which is part of you know, what I believe in, even though the people wanted to leave, and so he forced them to kind of join, and it was, it was split up. Now, India's been sort of beating these people up because, quite literally, because these people want to leave, and you know, and so they get, they get shot at with pellet guns, bro. Like, the amount of kids that are blind in occupied Kashmir is ridiculous. It's like, like the number of blind gone. kids is ridiculous, and incidentally, there are a load of no, the kids, man. Huh? But I'm not gonna say anything along the lines of that. No, but, um, no, I'm not taking the mic out of the fact that, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just explaining. I'm actually taking the mic out of the people who think that that's what they should do. Yeah, absolutely. That's what absolutely. I'm taking the mic out. Absolutely. Of. Do you understand? Why are you looking at face? Why are you looking at face? We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> After you cleared up this issue. <laughs> Wait, 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 go on. Just pause it. <laughs> so, guys, okay, we just cut that out. Like, we just stopped for a second and just discussed it between ourselves. I don't know if you lot caught that last bit. Um, I was just explaining something to do with um, kids who are basically blind in some of these countries. And what they, I was mocking the people who think that blind kids should memorize Quran. And, like, that's the main thing they should be doing. And there's a joke, and I don't agree with this joke, but I'm just, I'm just... Explaining what it is, yeah. Why are you laughing? You're making it look like I'm... If you got Swalafi, I only shared my Swalafi, I'm not uh, Mr. Regiment and say. <laughs> Listen, you might not make it out of that account. I'm saying... <laughs> let, me, let me explain no, he, it. Let he, me does, explain. he does have a point. He does have yeah. a point. So, yeah. Yeah. what they do is... Because I remember my dad was telling me this. He goes, basically, they were, when someone walked into someone else, for example, yeah, the, the person who walked who got walked into would say, Listen, you Hafid. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? And that oh person, so they were basically saying you're blind, like you didn't look where you're going. But instead of calling you blind, you say you half. You half it. But I did not know this. I did not know this growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that what you call blind people is half it. Until I realised that the word half it was not that word. It was something else. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it, maybe it's used in this context as well. Like I didn't actually understand until it was explained to me. That's magic. And it was explained to me that basically what would happen is if you got kids here in some of these countries, which is really peak here, they would get kids who are like blind. Or like disabled or whatever, and it would get them to memorize Quran. And the kids mm. who were academically gifted or they were clever, they were they bit yeah. more successful. They would make them do the. They would make them get the master degrees and the law degrees, become engineers and you know whatever else. They'll do make them do like the. They'll basically basically make them go into secular education and make the kids who they fought at the, like the bottom of society, like go but into Islamic education when, when comes, it should be the other way around. I mean, like the top, clarify, top not, kids should be going into. Yeah, that, but it's not, again, just clarify. It's not just blind kids. It's 
genuinely kids that they don't know quite know what to do with. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like delinquents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put them into school, yeah. or if there's someone who's not high achiever, yeah. or if there's someone who wants to do something. But and can't, even to can't this day, that culture exists that includes, where people know that like, they look at the kids and like listen. And even bro, even in our own society of like in the youth or whatever, yeah. people look at themselves and they realize that okay, they haven't been very successful in. The, in their dunya in their, in their like Pursuit of education Or work or whatever And then they kind of Resort to Studying the deen or whatever As like a final thing But it's, it's actually Disrespectful to the thing Of course it? It's actually disrespectful course, yeah. To the idea of Learning the deen And mm. seeking knowledge Because you are leaving As a last resort You're leaving it as a backup Of bro, if, all the, if my dunya doesn't succeed Then I'm going to worry About this kind of stuff But listen As you were making Do you remember the joke You were making before that When um, Do you remember we, t- we were driving beforehand And yeah, I was yeah. saying to you that I think you said you said your grandma said something like uh, when these people get money then they <laughs> what was that? They exit Saint mode. Yeah, they may, oh yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> people exit Saint mode when they get money basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the reason for that is because they obviously um like they the money this good life. Yeah, they taste they get a taste of the good life. <laughs> and then they imply that they were in Saint mode because, because they were they, they wanted to be. To but really the real reason why they were in Saint mode is because they didn't have any other option. Like, or they that is in they were practicing yeah, yeah, or they were yeah. trying to practice the religion or whatever because they, they didn't have any other option in dunya and to be fair that's actually the test in it the test is where you where you have the other options you have the money you have the fame the women whatever you have here and you still focus and you care about your deen in it mm. but obviously that's not what the the rest of society like most people do they kind of leave it as those people who are unable to seek the dunya will put them into the deen because we need some guy to become a our religious leader or whatever and that's why you got kind of these delinquent religious leaders a lot of the times like who are Obviously, kind of unqualified, and the brain power of the guys who do know what's going on is going into trying to make I don't know, yeah, uh, atom bombs or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Very sad. Yeah, man. Should we leave it there? This is almost a depressing ending. No, we can't. Yeah, it's a it very, there. very depressing. We can't, we can't just leave it there, bro. <laughs> the we got, we got, sometimes you got to leave with them people starting to think about the, it. Yeah. We, we got to leave on a high. <laughs> no. Um, and what is that? What is the high? Do you think Do you do you ever wonder if um, Like I've never seen a blind person On Saint mode How many blind people do you know bro That's very true exactly, <laughs> bro. That's, that's what I'm <laughs> No no But actually um, There's this There's this, cha- there's this there's Like you're extremely small sample size And you're using that to like <laughs> No no but like for example I, I, You know I don't want to say too much But Yeah yeah um, I do meet uh, 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 Blind people like blind schools every now and again, right? Okay, yeah. So um, I've never seen anyone running around the same mode in these places. I've not seen mm. it. I've been to very, very Islamic schools, very, very. Well, I Islamic think the same mode is a, is a primarily like but I've seen a westernized mode. thing. It's like a westernized mentality, because because of the fact that we've had such a lack of Islam that when people get it, this mm. is the yeah, shiny yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's when it, they got over. Whereas people who have grown up with the deen. They're in like, a Muslim country and Yeah in Muslim countries Or well. Muslim families And stuff like properly They look at you like Bro what are you, why are you going So overboard Relax Like what, like we've been doing This our whole life Why are you reminding us To do things we've been doing Our whole life Yeah You know So I think maybe Because And then a lot of times The ones you're talking about I think you're talking about like Muslim countries isn't it Yeah because uh, There's one person In particular that I know And the same person My grandma was talking about You know She was like yeah. oh, he's, he's calmed down now Yeah And I was like Oh grandma Why do you think so and she's like, oh, because he's got money now. Yeah. You know, money usually you know, calms people but, down. But, you know, I don't want people to listen to this and think think, I think of everyone else around them in Saint mode because they themselves are just completely neglectful of their deen. And no, bruv, no, 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 no. 
And just because someone might show some of the symptoms that we mentioned doesn't yeah. mean that they are in saint mode. Yeah. It doesn't mean um, you put them into saint mode. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean you say, bruv, you're in saint mode. You're in saint Get mode. out of saint mode. Like, it's, don't do that. Because <laughs> the people, sometimes they look at you and they're like, like, some people will look at someone who they think is in saint mode, but really that guy's actually relatively balanced. Yeah, yeah. And they'll think, bruv, you're, you're being extreme, so you're probably in this kind of mode where you're, or you, you haven't calmed down yet. They'll say stuff like, oh, you haven't calmed down yet. But that person will be doing stuff like, Making sure he's, I don't know, like not listening to music, for example. Yeah, not listening to music. That's, and a, that's like, a very easy one. Exactly, that's a very and reasonable like, bro, thing you're to in do. Mode. And he's like, bro, I'm literally just like, trying to avoid something I'm which is trying, quite easy yeah, to avoid exactly. in terms of haram. Yeah. yeah. You know, so people do that, and they definitely do that. And I think they do that because a lot of times it's the things which they themselves kind of feel like they they're slacking with this. Now, if you were in saint mode, and let's say for example you're in a restaurant and music was playing. You'd probably stand at the table and declare everyone <laughs> yeah. to be a kafar right there and then. Maybe not kafar, but they'll definitely run out of the restaurant like, okay, I can't sit here and eat. No, as in... They'll do that. Well, there's women in, in the restaurants. There's women in the restaurant. I can't sit here, I can't eat here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, bro, but, like, you know, because the thing is, a person has to apply that logic really very much so across the board. And yeah, they have yeah, to be yeah. fair yeah. in terms of their own, like, family and their own, you know, uh, like, the, the culture of their house. And, they, you know, all these kind of, they have to be consistent. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... The person they themselves might go to public gyms or they might go to uh, airports and malls and to uh, theme parks and to you know holidays and all these different things where to shops to supermarkets you're doing all these things where there are going to be women around you. So, why does a restaurant specifically fall under the category of something which you can't do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying don't, not saying do any of these things, and don't do. up, and I'm then, just saying be consistent, right? And just Without remember there's repercussions to everything, isn't there? Yeah, right. Sometimes you don't take your family out to a restaurant often enough. And then and you, you might be neglectful. You, you start neglecting yeah. your family. Then the, the bonds inside the family start weakening. Then you, you know, so things. And start it's very easy spiraling. for a person who's in Saint mode to look at it and be like, "Ahi, uh, like I don't, want to, I don't want to expose my family to the fitna of the world outside." And you know these kind of the, yeah. these statements and yeah. stuff. But then you might be just be exposing them to the fitna of yourself being neglectful of your deen or neglectful of your responsibilities. It's like it's very, very difficult to understand when you're in that mode but the only real way out of it is to learn more and then just look at look at things from other people's perspective do you think travelling is a good way to snap out of snake, snake mode yeah because sometimes when you go like I don't know but, but then again sometimes travelling amplifies it as well because yeah, yeah, sometimes it depends where you're travelling to yeah exactly no but I'm saying there's, I'm not saying to anyone to snap out of saint mode I'm just saying that when you are in saint mode or you think you're in saint mode, mode just be aware that you're in saint mode mm. and not everyone else is mm. and that your saint mode will probably end and so don't make any rash, stupid decisions, but definitely try and progress in terms of your deen. At the end yeah. of the day, yeah. When like, that's good. That's wait. how you should take saint mode, isn't it? So what you're saying, when you're in saint mode, focus on yourself. And as you know, as a Muslim, leave off which doesn't concern you. That's it. Done. Yeah, yeah man. It's true. We spoke way too much about saint mode. No, you did. I spoke way too much about saint mode. <laughs> <No. laughs> I no. think you was holding that in the week or something. You know what it is? I was, I was discussing with a couple of other brothers about saint mode. So I thought I'd tell you man about it and we might as well just drop it on a podcast as well because it was, it was a hot topic in my mind. And you know when something's hot in my mind, I would just speak about it because... And literally it was, it was on my mind this morning, yesterday, you know, day before yesterday for a few other reasons. Yeah. Hashtag Saint Mode. We're just, you know what, we'll just call it episode Saint Mode. <laughs> we, we're just going to do it. Cause we, let's just do it with our chest now. Calm. Saint Mode it is. Yeah. All right, guys, what we're going to do here, yeah, we'll probably leave it here. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions of topics and stuff, um, yeah, we're gonna make another one, another three months. It might be, like, it might be the Mr. Regiment and Sa- Saeed show for a bit. Yeah, it might just have to be that. It might, <laughs> might, might, might have to be that. Listen, that's the thing. I didn't like um, the State Principal podcast. Doesn't have to be like one person, isn't it? So it's like 
I'm happy to as long as my 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 dons are certified. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not that guy no, who's gonna bring gonna... dodgy speakers into my podcast for the sake of gra- growing clout. Like that's not that's not what we're, what we're about here. Um, but at the same time, no saints or sinners. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not gonna force it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's that's what really brings people in. Either the saint mode, really top top end saint mode guys, or the the guys who are doing the most madness yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are really interested in. Because people get attracted to us fitness as well, isn't it? So, but it's, it's human nature that people like to know what's going on in the world. Yeah, they like yeah. gossip. And I think the whole thing was funny because it's like trying to stifle your own human nature. You're trying to be a robot. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, it's like, not pro- You're forgetting your personality. Like, you're forgetting like I, uh, like um, for example, if anyone's seen my Instagram account and stuff, like I, one of the things I do there and in my life, in like oh, you don't know and my other people, yeah. my friends and stuff know. Is we just do normal things, yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very much a reason, like normal interest, normal life interest, and our dean is already there. We're not forcing it. It's like, oh, it's, it's Maghrib time. Yeah, let's pray. It's not like, like it's not by force to be like, yo, listen, where's the nearest masjid so we can jump in the jamaat straight away, and we can go to the front row and like, like obviously, whilst those things are good, and if they happen, it's good for it to happen. Why are you creasing? I just, I just remembered a really funny story about some guy who's in crazy saint mode. Go on, go on. <laughs> Bro, this ain't more than ending, bro. What's up? Bro, Yo, my man part, part two, come and see. Listen to this. My man was... Same part two. Go on. My man was in an aeroplane. The aeroplane was taking off. Right, you know how you get seatbelt signs and everything? Yeah, yeah. He takes his seatbelts off. Right, remember the aeroplane's either taking off or it's landing or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. Or it's in turbulence or something like that. I can't remember the exact story. And my grandfather, Rahim Malo, passed away. He told me this. And we were cre- I remember creasing up about this with him. He's on the aeroplane. The guy next to him... Takes his seatbelt off, stands up and starts to do the adhan on the aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> and the stewardess is begging him to sit down and he's ignoring her. And everyone's like, but he's up, please well, sit down. Because the salat time came. And he's like, it's salat time. And he's like, I'm going to do the adhan. You don't no, want to stop me. Was he like the allocated muadhin for the plane or something? <laughs> I was, no, he allocated himself. <laughs> he stood up and he just started giving the adhan. And everyone's trying to sit him down. And the plane's taking off. He's going enough oh, 400 miles an hour. Oh. And he's standing up oh. to do the adhan on the aeroplane. Probably freaking out a whole load of people who aren't Muslims. <laughs> no, it's true, man. It's, that's kind of stuff, isn't it? But like that's, when saying, you, that's when you know you're in the same place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what we've said so far? Like, someone can maybe can go through them and write down all the little points that we made of the stuff which indicates clear saint mode, saint modism or whatever like you want to uh, uh, put it down as. Um, but yeah, man, we do normal things. Like, you, we've got normal interests. We'll go yeah. to, like... We'll go to the zoo, for example. I don't know, bro. Like, but remember, yeah. uh, we live in abnormal times as well. yeah. So you have to balance it out. Like sometimes doing normal things doesn't yeah. seem so normal. Yeah. You know, like the zoo, for example. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know that many people from certain normal, quote unquote, normal circles that yeah. ever go to the zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And it's com- it's completely normal, but again, we live in abnormal times as well. So don't, don't forget that yeah. either. But anyways, man. Yeah. Like um, you can still have your hobbies and stuff, and you can still be yourself. You can still be a human being. You can still Absolutely. have your accent. You can still whatever. But we, I've, I think we even spoke about this kind of stuff on podcast. I think yeah, we just yeah. outlined Saint mode properly today. Like that. That was one thing. I we think it's out of the way now. We've achieved. Yeah, yeah I don't want to hear the word Saint mode again. We've today. We've, we've, we're, we're only going to bring it up Not if it ever it's relevant again. Oh, there's a Saint walking fast. Oh, there's a Saint walking fast. <laughs> and we can say, yo, we know. <laughs> yo, we see that. We'll leave you to it, bro. We'll leave you to it. Um, and I don't want people to think that we were mocking this like people were trying to practice no, the religion no, no, thing no, no, it's no, not no, that it's by not, any means bro we know like we, we find it funny because I think we've been through yeah it. we've been through it ourselves as well. and you just come when you come out of it and the, the haze has, has uh, cleared up 
and you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, that was Same was a painful time think, as well. I think I was going a bit overboard there still. <laughs> and you just, you know, okay. It's like the airplane just landed. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about the, the thinking amount about that the you're doing. Giving. And you're like, bro, I think that's a little over the top. And you're like, wait, I don't even think the time was correct <laughs> considering we were flying over this country. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that, you got it wrong as well. Um, but yeah, guys, if you want to drop any questions or... Um, what is the email just above? You might as well finish it off. Go on. You're the, you haven't spoken about today. Alright guys, we're going to leave it there. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to get in touch, uh, email us at stayprincipled at gmail.com The Instagram, stayprincipled. Uh, the YouTube channel, stayprincipled. And apparently we might be opening up a curious cat for people that, you know, yeah, yeah. they like to talk without being known. Because a lot of people <laughs> like doing that these days, you know. No, 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 fair enough. If you want to ask a question anonymously, <laughs> as long as I... But no, nah, no, nah, obviously, yes, yeah, so if you know, if you want to anonymously ask a question, you could just, you know, make a fake email account and just email us, so do that but as well. That's effort, isn't it? Like, yeah, sometimes lazy. you got to put in effort for results, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, this one... Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, but, yeah. Issue, we might make a They don't deserve cut. a three-mic <laughs> three audio. Then. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but, yeah, man, we might make Chris Cat, so if you want uh, any anonymous questions, go ahead. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah? So I'm late. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>